Do you know what I mean, though? Just like girl of your dreams, just grinding up dick meat. Love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> oh, Did you ever think you were going to say that sentence? Because it's an amazing sentence. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Don't even know what I just said. I'm going to have to listen to this show. Wow. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Hey there, it's the first episode of 2024 Horror Movie Survival Guide. 2020, no, 2022. 2022? You no, are no. fast forwarding. Julia's like, forget Stop. 2022, fast forward it, it's over. No, I love that because honestly, I think you're not alone. I think a lot of people are like, can we just be done with this? Like as yes. we go into like junior year of pandemic right now, like I think we didn't anticipate having to pick colleges you know, and like, <laughs> but let's, let's not talk about such sad things. Let's talk about happier things uh, here on Horror Movie Survival Guide, where I am Julia and she is Terry. Yeah. And this week we are talking about 2003's Delta Delta Die. So we're actually going back in time to talk about colleges. So I think yes. that is apropos. I um, would like to go back in time very much. Uh, the title of this episode is Betty Crocker's of Butchery. Yes. And the tagline for this movie is popular, rich, deadly. I think for for a movie about cannibalistic sorority girls, I think you could go a little harder on the tagline, but that's just me. I think so too. And I was looking at the poster, which I love because it's so quintessentially the early O's. Like, I think we've talked about that before where you don't realize you're in a fashion time or like, this is like what is going to like mark the era until you leave it. And I was like, holy shit, it's so bad. The early O's are just a trash yeah. Rash time for fashion. Mm-hmm. The colors are weird. The like blown out likeness of like, you know, the spray tan meets like the hot pink fuchsia meets those weird little clippy things in people's hair and like weird short like pixie cuts that are just like not really well manicured. I don't know what we were doing if we just were like butchering our hair in the weirdest I- ways, but. I think God every, bless it. every era has terrible haircuts. I think that's just like the way of the world. So this movie was written and directed by Devin Hamilton. And uh, I'm in it. I'm in this movie. Holy shit. No, not not just like in it, Julia. I was like, oh, like I was like, no, holy shit. Like you're kind of like a pivotal, like you're one of the main like ladies. And I, I love it so much. I was so excited. And of course, like I'm yelling at my screen, videoing it. And then like, <laughs> you know waiting for the credits and like screaming at the credits and videoing that too. So I can't wait to post some of that maybe on the Patreon or whatever of just me like losing my mind because I loved it so much. You're so cute. Uh, I was just like holding my breath. I was just holding my breath. I was like, oh my God. Why? I I can't believe I haven't watched it till now. A, because I know like we've talked about it a gajillion times. I'm sure you have. Do you have it on VHS or something? Like, what? How do you have, I have it, it on on DVD? Sadly, there was not a VHS release. Unfortunate. This uh, is unfortunate. It should have been. It could no, have been. No, completely. Uh, so this movie was uh, produced by uh, Mr. Uh, Charles Band, our friend from Full Moon, and I had done a movie for them previously, uh, Crips with a Z. Uh, it was. It's terrible. It's. I mean, if you think this movie's bad, ooh, 
watch Crips because it's really something. Um, but I got to be in full makeup for that movie and I was very, very happy. So then they were doing casting for this one and I went in and um, they cast me as a young Brink Stevens, which I was like, I don't, I don't really see it. I don't really, okay. And my eyes change color. Okay, that's cool though. It's cool. But you know, Brink Stevens is a, is, is a scream queen, right? You have Brink Stevens, you have Julie Strain. You have who a bunch are both... of like icons, like, of, yes. like legends of B-movies and like scream queens and like all that kind of goodness. So I was super into into it. <laughs> oh yeah. I was, I can't tell you how happy I was to be in this movie because, you know, I came to LA in 2001 to be a scream queen was basically the plan. So I was like, yes, on my way. Yeah, you're but like that, this. These are the steps. This is the steps. But where where does it end up? Who knows? You end up hosting a horror podcast. Fast forward twenty years later, yeah, and you're still talking about scary movies and screaming, and we're still making them. I think that's that's what it is. We're on like all sides of the camera now. So I think um I think you're still living the dream, Julia. Is what yes. I say. Well, yes. I guess I just did, did direct a horror thing, so you know, and, yeah. and 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 I get to <laughs> review a movie that I was in. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, so this wild. movie, as you mm-hmm. know, so something that there's a movie I love called Tape Heads, uh, and there's a scene where not they just have, love. Oh no, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, obsessed with that movie. Um, and uh, there's a, a the saying they meet a person who says uh, anything that adds real production value to a movie tits and ass so whenever i see a movie i like this i'm like we got some production value is what we have we got a lot of production value so if you are someone who enjoys a lot of tits i think this is your movie uh it's it's a lot of booby it's a lot of big booby um i was not mad about mad at i'm stuttering now thinking about it it was a lot you get for clemp talking about i was was like julie straight that well a tallest like tallest woman you know whatever in hollywood basically so I just thought it was cute, like with the because there are flashback scenes in this movie. And I was like, that's they're definitely all different heights, these people. <laughs> but I was still OK with it because, you know, in hindsight and in your dreams, sometimes and in your flashback memory, you are a different person than you may have actually been. So I, th- I think that checks out, honestly, ah. you know, but um, uh, God, what a statuesque. Woo! she's yeah there's no there's a reason why she was you know the iconic cover of heavy metal magazine because she's pretty much the thing about it that's amazing is she's stunning but also simultaneously terrifying like I yeah feel like, like she would like destroy she, me yeah she looks like she could break you she sounds like she could too because she's got that gravitas and like that weight of her voice and everything too is like very demanding mm-hmm. and i just was like Yes, mistress. Like, yeah. tell me more. Oh, yeah. She's having a, yes, she's having have a ball another. in this. She's yes. so much fun in this movie to mm-hmm. watch because I think she really, more than anybody, understands the movie she's in. Yeah, um, she's she gets it. She's the dominatrix. Like, do you know what I mean, though? Like, like I was still coming. I was, like, mm-hmm. just coming out of college. So for me, like, I, I understood the movie I was in, but I also like wanted to have character motivation and that kind of stuff where I like I wrote my goat down. It's like it's unnecessary for this movie. <laughs> you did like full like Shakespearean analysis I for did. Delta Delta Die, which I, I fucking love. <laughs> um and so I mean anyway, I mean it is it is a little Shakespearean isk. Uh it, it was very Sweeney Todd isk. It is got, very Sweeney Todd. And yes. I thought about you because I was like, oh my God, it's Sweeney Todd. So Julia probably loves this too because we're making yes. meat pies, kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. And Sweeney mm-hmm. Todd was the kind of po- point of my character. I'm like, okay, if this character knows about Sweeney Todd, then it all makes sense. No, that's brilliant. Of course she would. Mm-hmm. 
this like studious like little college girl who she's like I love musicals and I'm in my sorority so we could also make this like real life in a a, a universe where I would be in a sorority that's a grim universe so we open up with uh kids make it out we got like a groovy soundtrack uh we have Hannah who is one of our main characters and she's there they're you know this movie is just horror movie one-liners back and forth the entire time so straight out the game I had so many notes yes I was like oh of course you know I was dying because you know I love one-liners I love dad jokes I love like little quips I'm like that kind of comedy nerd like I love improv like I love that kind of stuff that just feels like that and it felt like a fun improv show at the beginning of just like them one-upping each other with these like crazy lines while they're making out like oh you're hot to eat oh I'm hot enough to eat I'm like "Uh oh she's gonna eat him though And I was like the way she's setting this up I like it a little rough and like all this stuff. And she rips off his shirt and talking about him being an all you can eat buffet. And I was like, she's really going to eat him. Like he's like thinking it's fun. Like I'm going to get devoured by this hot woman. And I'm like, no, no, no. She's going to eat you, dude. And then all of a sudden did not disappoint. Like a minute into this movie, she chomps her mouth on a dick. Yep. Bites that lunchbox right the fuck off. In the yeah, right away off the gate. And see, this is it's, this is what I'm pieces talking about. out. And I was like, well, this is a five already. Yes. Good job within the first two minutes of the movie. <laughs> Excellent work, film. I've seen titties and a dick getting eaten off. I know what I'm in for now. <laughs> yes, this is what they're setting you up. There's no uh-huh. surprises. So uh, we have Delta Delta Pie, which is the bakery on campus, which are they the Betty Crockers of butchery? They call them it's the bake sale that they do that these mm-hmm. that the, the the sorority does. Yes, they're famous for their incredibly delicious meat pies. Although they do do sausages, meatloafs, and quiches. I would just like to point out as well. Yeah, they also had a whole array of meat de- delicacies and delights. And um, it's, uh, that mm-hmm. first scene where they have the bake sale is fantastic because all those guys are just crew guys <laughs> they're just like hey can you be in this shot and they're like i guess <laughs> so. brilliant i wondered i wondered uh it was just great i was like either they're all someone's friends because like they have that vibe too and i was just like yeah. this is great i love i love uh stealing a shot movie making at its finest um and it's cute that i like the premise of the setup of like this girl doing like a commercial kind of for it or like she's like the on-campus like news girl giving you like the exposition about what this is you're like oh okay we see this girl bite a dick then we see meat pies we're like okay we put this together beautifully thank you so much and then we cut to dinner time um and hannah who's the one who ate a dick has to confess uh to the rest of the sorority uh because marilyn their house mother the amazing julie strain has has found out that hannah ate this guy's dick and she's like you need to tell everybody because there's a punishment if you eat off menu when you don't share with everyone else yeah and especially you are not supposed to eat penises because they are filled with sperm and germs 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 and sperm Uh, (laughs) they're raw and unclean your punishment should be you should be banished forever i clearly want to be in this movie i love this shit um uh, killed in this movie oh man anyway um I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here for another cannibalistic movie, kids. I'm here, <laughs> available. Yes, we are. We are here to be in your in your horror movies anytime. Yeah. Uh, so we have our four main sorority girls. We got Simone, Mandy, Clarice, and Patrice. Uh, Mandy, by the way, played by Lizzie Strain, who's Julie Strain's younger sister, and Patrice, played by our our friend, uh, our gorgeous friend Tiffany Sheppes, yes. who is 
killer in this movie and uh, literally she is but she's also just incredibly stunning and amazing and such great energy on camera and like really having fun with it and we got to work together again uh just last in 2019 in December December. what a crazy Delta Delta Die reunion who knew that's amazing. I love that. I love that. It's some full circle moments. Um, so yeah, so these these girls, you know, um, Fido, you can see the hierarchy of the power though during that dinner that they have mm-hmm. of like you see that Marilyn's like, hey, there's a specific way we do this. She's getting all the fun though, and the girls are getting restless because they would like to help strip the meat as well. Mm-hmm. They're missing part of the process of being a cannibal that they would really like to be a part of. Um, and they also notice that she goes easy on Hannah who's the one who ate the, ate the, the PP. Um, and they are upset about that too, because you're supposed to be banished for that type of infraction, but they just put her in the basement. And so she's clogging her way in a basement cell. But then there's a couple of guys on campus that are getting hip to these crimes. Um, and they are outside the window trying to figure out what the hell is going on because guys go into that sorority house, but they never come out. And one of those gentlemen, uh, the main gentleman who is suspicious is Toby. If we want to throw our Sweeney Todd hat into that ring. Oh, Toby. Toby. Get it. Tobias. So he uh, he works for the dean and finds out that the dean is in cahoots with Marilyn and they so now he knows something fishy is going on so he wants to get to the bottom of it but the dean does mention to Toby that he's been in trouble both with the school and the police for what he's been doing so it's like oh this has been going on for a while like, he's been doing some shady shit for a while like they were just coming in the middle of this story for him uh, so he's also told another one of his friends that he thinks that they're killing people. So we, uh, they are also preparing for their 20th anniversary homecoming celebration for the Delta Delta Pi sorority. And so they're decorating for this party. So we have uh, Mandy and Simone looking through old pictures of, uh, of through a yearbook and find pictures of Marilyn with another girl who could be me, who is play, is the uh, Rhonda Cooper. And they don't know who Rhonda Cooper is, but it says here that they, she was the co-founder of the sorority. Yeah, and they see a picture of her, not just with Rhonda, but then they realize, oh, the young man in the picture, kind of hot, looks familiar. Oh, is that the dean? Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. It's the dean as well. So it's like, oh, these people go way back. So you realize that he's probably uh, been aware of what's been going on at this place for quite some time since maybe they were in college Ooh, Mm -hmm. and founded the sorority. So... The girls uh, decided to tell Marilyn, like, hey, we, we want to invite her. Like, And one of them's like, we want to do it as a surprise. And the other one's like, oh, no, 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 no. Marilyn don't like surprises. You probably need to tell her first. And so when they bring Rhonda's name up to her, she freaks the fuck out and is like, no, she's a traitor bitch. Don't invite her. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, so they stop looking into that so much. But uh, the other girls are fighting, too. Trixie and Trudy are fighting over some guys, uh, yes, or not uh, Trixie and Trudy. Those are the hookers. Sorry. <laughs> Trixie and Clarice, yeah, go out to get su- supplies at the local bar and run into Trixie and Trudy, our yeah, uh, town, local whores. townie, tanny whores, who this is their bar. They're infringing. There's nobody in this bar, though. There's this, like, sad bartender. I love this bar. It's, like, probably at someone's house, and I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so You would be correct in that assumption. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can spot a house set. Um, I, I love, anyway, I love, I love, I love movies, and I love any way we get them done. I'm obsessed. Um, and so um, these a couple of whores are hanging out at this bar, and there's a couple of guys at the pool table hanging out. Um, and so... 
Patrice and Clarice, beautifully named, uh, have end up having a fight with Trixie and Trudy, um, and they end up getting leaving the bar, um, thinking that they've failed getting the procurements for the party. With party favorites are men uh, <laughs> trying to get some more meat for the party. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guys walk out after Trixie and Trudy fight these girls because they're not very impressed by this. And they want to get these hot girls and not the old whore, town whores. So they head outside and they end up following the girls back to the sorority house. We Uh-oh. have a little a little poker playing. Strip poker. Strip poker. We got a strip poker montage. No and less. then we get horror boobs. I was like, horror boobs. <laughs> got some boobs. And the boobs just sitting there for a while, too. It's not just like a cut and a cut away. Just like chilling out, playing from poker for a bit. Talking, having regular ass conversation boobs, you know? Uh, this actress, uh, Rachel Myers, I uh, saw once in a Girls Gone Wild video and I was like, hey, I know her. <laughs> Did you know her by the boobs first? Like, yes. What? Yes. <laughs> I looked at the boobs. Like, I've seen that rack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Girls Gone Wild. What a time. What a yeah. time. Wow. I can't believe this is that era, too. Like, I can't believe. Anyway, things were wild, kids. I'm gonna let you know for all you young folks who 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 were not around when that was at its peak. Look it up. It's insane that that was even a thing. Like consent, you know, no. these girls. No, not even a thing yet. Ugh, kids uh, have no idea. So Clarice decides she's gonna she strips naked. Everybody else gets naked except for Tiffany. Uh, I'm sorry, Patrice, who fully clothed wins every game, no problem. Yeah, Clarice is like, I'm gonna go to bed. And they're like, Oh, okay so she goes off to bed uh then we have patrice like hey but why don't we go downstairs and get the party started uh this strip tease number by the way incredible and also i watched this movie with my mother uh so i just like to say everything coming coming up i'm sorry i'm dying i'm dying awkward <laughs> i'm dying okay okay so you guys if you haven't seen Delta Delta Dive, this is a moment where you pause the podcast and then you go find this scene. It's about, you know, 20, 30 minutes in. Look for it. And then watch Tiffany Shepard's like shake her butt. Do like a full on like it's like a Demi Moore from striptease, mm-hmm. like dirty striptease, though. Like clearly it's like with intent to like fuck these guys up. Like and she you know what I mean? Though, Like it's kind of like rough and mean a little bit, too, which mm-hmm. I love about it. It's not like a slow, sexy striptease. This is like a down and dirty, dirty, like aggressive taking these clothes off rip 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 like very like you know keeping the guys at bay like with like a a very good shoulder you know arm's length away like tease 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 these guys are losing their damn minds as anybody would anybody would it's almost unsexy though it's almost unsexy (laughs) it's almost like too aggressive which is what i kind of love about it though like like she's gonna punch you in the face instead of like make do sexy stuff for you 100 percent. like but i but i was like but there's definitely a market for that too Mm. yes Mm -hmm. um so um i know some people who will love it um (laughs) so anyway so the house mother though comes in at the end of the striptease like we got you know Tiffany's done her full thing, Patrice. Um, but House Mother Marilyn walks in and she is domed out, horror boobs out in a beautiful harness. She's um, got big boots. I mean, Julie Strange towers. Oh, I mean, she's six foot plus. She's yeah. huge. And her hair is huge. Her boots are huge. She's like six five easy. Yeah. So with like but with the boots and everything, I think she's more than that. I think she's might even be like almost like six eight in that with like that get up. And then so but it's beautiful because like she brings the guys to her and she's like, suck on my boobs. And they don't have to they don't have to duck, bow, do anything. It's like they're <laughs> in walk her, right up to it, right up to her <laughs> face. They almost have to like get on their toes to do it. It's beautiful. 
<laughs> and then she knocks their heads together and whips them like uh, like you would. And she's just like, OK, great. These are for me. Uh, but in the meantime, Hannah, who had gotten banished to the basement, can see all this through like cracks in her little cell down in that basement. And you can see her like getting agitated, like she wants a piece of that meat and she's hungry for it. But mm-hmm. Marilyn has been hoarding all of this goodness for herself. So we have this crazy dream sequence where we see uh, Marilyn grinding up all the meat and it's just Julie Strain fucking around and she's the best. You just basically turn the camera on, let her go and she's going to do amazing stuff for you. It's like, well, I get why she's like a heavy metal icon too because she's like doing full 80s like heavy metal, hair metal, like music video vixen. Do you know what I mean though? Just like girl of your dreams, just grinding up dick meat. Love Mm -hmm. it. Oh, did you ever think you were going to say that sentence because it's amazing sentence nope nope don't even know what I just said I'm going to have to listen to this show wow okay yeah, so cute so uh, Toby finds the Delta Delta Pi file in the dean's office and finds out that 1983 was the first chapter so he calls Rhonda he finds her number in Fresno no less and we have uh, tells her I love her, that detail I was like okay oh, it's like the only Fresno, Fresno. All right. Uh, Where so, you would go to hide? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so he you know, leaves. They talk, leaves a message for her, and we have a flashback to 1983. Yeah, we get um, the origin story, and this is where Julia shows up. You guys, I was like, yeah, this is me yelling at my screen. Um, how excited so- was I that my scenes were set in 1983? Pretty fucking excited. Literally, all your shit. The outfits were just were are all you. my clothes. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing all of all of the young Meredith clothes are mine. The shirt that the young Dean Wilkins is wearing is mine. Everything I'm wearing is mine, including black converse with red shoelaces, which has been my jam since forever of all time. Oh, my so gosh. So we have uh, young Rhonda, young Marilyn, young John. And then we have a guy, Patrick, and they are talking. John and Patrick knew each other from high school, but are not buddies. John was kind of a dork and Patrick's kind of a jock, but they ran into each other and like, let's hang out. Maybe we should go skinny dipping at, at John's thing. And so we have Mar- young Marilyn here just being the biggest horn dog of all time. Like every line she has is just like, let's fuck this guy. And you're like, oh, okay. She's let's. the horniest of horny college girls, you know, uh-huh. like just quintessential, just like free love, you know, whatever, early 80s goodness. And I just was uh-huh. like, go for it, girl. And she's just like, we're going to go fuck right now. Oh, oops. I guess we have to hang out with our friends a little bit while longer. Aww. Okay, but I want to go fuck right now. And like, it's like, oh, okay. So, but then like, you know, they come up with the city, go swim at Patrick's place. And um, John's place. I thought it was Patrick's. No, Patrick's he was the big buff guy. Yeah. John, John's place, they, John's house. Okay. Because they, they talk about later, they talk about the body later at the house. Um, okay. So we have a skinny dipping scene coming up. Yeah. Uh, keep your eyes peeled carefully. Uh, this is also my fabulous 80s outfit in the swimming pool scene, including what I called my 19, my Friday the 13th camp counselor shirt, which I was very happy to wear in this movie. I'm Aww. also holding a can of tab just for just for all of you, Julia nerds out there. Oh, for people uh, so, know that's Julia's favorite drink. So and and very 1983 appropriate. Yeah. When I when I auditioned for this movie, uh, they asked about nudity, and the it was fifty dollars a day to be in this movie, or if you took your clothes off, it was a hundred dollars a day. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm okay. It's like I don't need the money that bad. No, I'm I'm fine, thanks. Uh, so this this scene to me is hilarious because we have everybody else getting naked and Except I'm fully, Julia. fully clothed on the but side honestly, of the pool. Honestly, it was the most Julia I ever saw. I was just really? like, yep, that checks out. Well, in college at least, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. she, you were the most proper girl I ever met. I love it. Um, 
And I was like, I'll get naked. So anyway, that there, there lies our friendship. Um, but so, yeah, but you get full male nudity, though, in just a moment because yeah. Patrick and John have a fight in the pool. And, and it John is, has a death punch. He punches yeah. him once, which I love. I'm like, oh, dead. <laughs> like, one oh, punch God. Man, one punch man. And he is out. And uh, but it's in the pool because it's and he, and he drowns basically like right after because it's like if you get knocked out like that and you're in the water, he's not coming back up. And Marilyn's like, where is he at? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, that dude's super dead. Mm -hmm. So they pull him out. Um, and then and let me all just say, let me just mm -hmm. say uh, it was very cold that night. Can I just say that? Oh, I could tell. OK, just saying <laughs> because wanna... we got full male nudity and yeah. hands down. Uh, uh, historically, I feel like whenever there's water scenes and like people are like, oh, my God, I'm sure that pool's heated. I'm like, no, no, the pool was heated. The but pool even if was, it was outside, it doesn't not matter warm. because they pulled that guy out of the pool and it looks fucking cold outside. And uh, poor dude. Um, but yeah, we got we got full frontal right then. And uh, they all have to figure out what to do with this body now that he's dead because they don't want to go to jail. They don't want it on the record. They make all these things for uh, uh, rationalizations for not uh -huh. calling the police. Sure. Of course, that's, a, that's what you do. Um, so we have Rhonda, when she finally talks to Toby, says that there will be, she doesn't want any police. She wants to stop themselves, but she's going to come back and like, it's gone too far. And this is in the in the present now. So the, sorry, yeah, sorry. Rhonda, yeah, doesn't want it. She wants, she's We're going to flashback to the flashback again yes. later. Yeah. Flashback to the flashback. flashback. So, yeah, they must be stopped. So, yeah, no police, nothing involved. Like, she's going to vigilante this shit. Um, which kind of checks out because it's like, would the police believe you if you're like, hey, by the way, uh, these girls have just been grinding people up for 20 years. There's like, got to I mean, but you think about the DNA that just must be lurking around. Like, she's got her little secret grinder place, right? If they police find that grinder place, they're going to find, you know, fragments of bone and whatever from hundreds of people. And then you'd be like, well, yeah, kind of. That's kind of it. But yes, on first glance, uh, cannibalistic sorority sounds dubious. Yeah. So Mandy and Simone are come and they find two of the frat boys who are spying on them and they pull a gun on them and force them to come into the house. Yeah, it's Larry and a friend or whatever. And so, um, again, mother comes in as the girls are about have, are about finish up with them and she just takes the, the final stripping of the meat moment and the girls were like oh you can see they're kind of annoyed because that's what they want to do right but but they're still happy because they have a delicious breakfast the next day you know of sausage fresh fresh sausage uh from mm -hmm. these guys um yeah so Rhonda Tobias and Rhonda, and yeah make their plan Mm -hmm. Meet for lunch. Uh, this is this. These shots were, were all done on the lot, by the way. If you know that on uh, Santa Monica near La Brea, mm -hmm. that really uh, iconic film studio that did a bunch of stuff there. So she tells Toby everything. Tells him it's a sisterhood based on cannibalism. That he's been eating their pies all these years, not knowing it was man meat. Yeah. Uh, and so he, but they can't tell anyone because you know if they, they can't. So we have to just uh, find out what's going to happen. So she tells him the full story, goes flashback to the flashback where we have, again, this is the, we have young Rhonda, young Marilyn, young uh, John figuring out mm -hmm. what they're going to do with this body. And we can't, you know, if anybody finds the body, they're going to link them to them and they can't get out, get out of school and et cetera, et cetera. But then young Rhonda has the exciting idea. But what if we cook them and eat them because there's no body to find, which I was so happy to deliver that line. I, I could tell it was talk. delicious. <laughs> just the little gleam in your eye, just the little gleam in Julia's eyes, like, oh, she loves it. Um, but it's pretty great because they also, I, I like that part of this backstory is that these girls were industrious and they were also a little bit poor. 
compared to some of the other girls on campus. And so this was their way of like upward mobility, actually, and giving to make them this money power from it. to make money because they were like, well, if we're going to do this, we got to figure out a way to monetize this. And this is how they monetize <laughs> it. They're that's like, not, well, it's, that's not usually the train of thought, right? You kill somebody. They're like, how can I monetize this? Hmm. No, but these girls are industrious. That's what we learn right away. They're very smart. And that's what they figure out to do. Um, and so, you know, um, be, through the story, though, too, Rhonda's like, hey, you can't underestimate Marilyn because she's really smart and is, will figure out a way to get out. I mean, she's been able to kill people for 20 years yeah. and, you know, no one stopped her. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like this is a, a really elaborate scheme. Um, and they but, talk about also the like which type of meat is also best. She's like, we found out that like we tried to get this homeless guy. It was really sour, not very good meat. So we realized that young men were the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just need like two guys a month. It's not that many, right? Totally right. not. So uh, they because uh, the, the first death was an accident, but then they decided everything sold so well they had to like continue. Right, because the they sold out now. of their pies so quickly. Yes, exactly. Uh, so they, but they also keep their grades up and are like good on campus to submit to charities, and so nobody suspects them of anything. Right. So to- Toby is able to lure Marilyn out of the house for an hour using the dean's email, while Marilyn can go in. Uh, I'm sorry, Ronnie could go in and take care of business at the Delta Delta Pi house. So she gets a lot of fun little one-liners. She comes in and basically takes these girls out one by one. Rhonda's come home, and she comes in, and she has this pounce that she does on everybody she yeah. just says her line and then just pounces on towards and she like the flies in it's so uh-huh. brilliant it reminds me a little bit of like a fresh prince of bel-air when they used to like uh they throw out whatever jazzy jeff or whatever anyway it was like always let like oh like you go fly out with the arms up like towards uh-huh. camera and you're like you can't see what's happening but you your your brain does a bunch of little math and like puts it all together um and so i was also has- think thinking mm-hmm. while i was watching this movie that you could totally do a drinking game of every time someone says bitch in this movie because i was like wow it's a lot there's a lot of bitch going on there's a lot of bitch there's a lot there's a lot of other stuff going on too it's very early o's pre very un uh unpolitically correct and like the very beginning of the movie sets it up saying we are not going to be politically correct basically with their part of their exposition uh, we have a dream sequence as well where Rhonda is uneasy before going in to do this all this work so uh one of the things that made me the happiest, uh, one of my favorite moments of my life, if you will, uh, in this movie, I get to get covered in a bucket of blood, Carrie style. I can't tell you how happy I was about that. I And, and I asked them when they were filming it, like, do you want me to be disgusted? And they're like, no, no, you like it. And I'm like, okay. You're like, well, that's easy. You're like, okay. well, now I don't have to act. No, I just, go, I just have to live my, live my life and like be for real excited because I am. You look like you were... In pure ecstasy, doused in blood, Julia. I was. It was Cairo syrup, diet coke, and food coloring, and it was the stickiest stuff I've ever had poured on me ever in my life. And uh, trying to get into the bathroom afterwards, like eyes closed, someone leading me, I can't see anything. And then I was trying to be very. I went to some other person's. I'm like to other person's house, trying to like shower, like I'm not splashing blood all over the place. But when I opened my eyes, I was like, ooh, it's it everywhere. Like murder scene. Well, yeah, because you were. It's beautiful. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, and Rhonda, I, I, anyway, she has a baseball bat. I love strike three, you're out. Like, I love, I love, anyway, all her quips and, quips and kills. Delta Delta Die Bitch comes in that moment, too. So, yeah. she's cutting in between this, like, yeah, that dream sequence that just happened and then all these beautiful kills. Um, and Marilyn is, doesn't know what's going on. She meets up for John with John at this bar, Sweeney's Bar. That's, she's back with Tristan Trudy. 
Well, she she's waiting for him because that's where uh, Toby asked told her to go meet the dean, but then the dean's not actually there. So that was the ploy to get her out of the house, and so yeah. she realizes that John's actually back at the house. Um, so they have. <laughs> I do, I do like this moment of Patrice uh, going to look for two of the other girls because we have these boys that randomly show up because we need more kills in this movie. And Patrice, seeing that Manny and Simone are not in the room, just steals from them. She's like, "Oh, hey, money." great you're like what a just like a weird little character moment you're like oh she, and she's a thief <laughs> okay well yeah i mean well it's like that thing of like you t- you have one crime and it just leads you to the others very quickly right and yeah. so it's like she's already had the gateway drug of like oh i've already killed like i can steal yeah. it's fine. stealing's nothing so marilyn uh takes asks these two dudes to bring this rug out of her car into the basement for her and they when they when they drop it the guy's like hey it sounds like there's a body in there and her line reading of this that made me laugh so hard to the straight come on dude why would there be a body in this rug <laughs> um they, they, we also had i don't i forgot to mention when we first see marilyn young marilyn Marilyn come in in the pool scene. She says Cowabunga Dudes uh, because Julie Strain was married to the gentleman who created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So uh, it's a little... Little little shout out. Little, little, little Easter eggs. That's mm-hmm. really cute. Um, I love that. Um, but what is in the rug is Tobias because she found him spying on her at Sweeney's bar. And so they bring him back and uh-oh, he's going to get uh, uh, tied up uh, and used as bait here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she doesn't know is that Rhonda has been in the house and she collected all the Delta Delta die bitches um, and she has them all tied down in the basement um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the ultimate homecoming moment now. <laughs> they do. And she does try to talk some sense into John and say like, hey, we can stop this now. Like, And he doesn't. He is loyal to Marilyn. You're with me or with her? And he's like, well, I've been with Marilyn these 20 years. So sorry, bitch. Yeah. And this is a good kind of fake out because you really do think that Rhonda has gone and killed all of these girls. And then her question, her morals are kind of questionable if you're like, why is it okay to kill these people but not these people? But then actually she just has them tied up. So I don't know what her ultimate plan was there with what she was actually going to do with them. I think she was trying to make them see the light, maybe. Like, she was giving them an opportunity to, like, maybe wake up and not do this shit anymore and just be mm. like, hey, like, it's caught up to you. Like, this is this is where it ends, right? You know, it's been 20 years of, of this terribleness. Um, but these girls are too far in. Yeah. So we have the Rhonda and Marilyn face-off. Uh, Rhonda said she has called the Delta Delta Pi offices and they want her resignation because she knows the hit her where it hurts. And here we have... I'm sad to say, one of the most pathetic couch fights that I've ever seen on screen. It's a lot of Julie Strain crotch, and I'm not going to say no to that, but you're just like, oh, it's clearly not choreographed, and they're just kind of rolling around and just kind of going to, uh, uh, and just like hitting each other and in like the cat face. fighting each other's faces. Yeah. I know women who like have, were so adept at taking everything else out and like, you know, being like very efficient murderesses, like to see this moment, I was like, okay, but it kind of made me giggle because I was like, it's just a cat fight now. Like it's literally like a girl fight, cat fight. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the, like, you know, maybe it's maybe it's that moment of regression, you know, where like you're with this person that you've known this long and it's like right back to how they were 20 years ago. I don't know. I guess it, it, you know, we just saw Marilyn uh, bite a guy's throat out and bite a guy's tongue off. So you're like, she's pretty fucking brutal. But here, there's just it's just it's very silly. So Hannah, who has been the one who has been locked away in the basement all the time, going bananas and feral, jumps out of her cage and is able to snap both Marilyn and Rhonda's neck. The end, which I enjoy. There Mm -hmm. you go. You just kill them both right there. All right. 
Nice. And Hannah's like, due to the unfortunate resignation and departure of Maryland, mm-hmm. um, that I am now in charge. So now I'm now your house mother. She ties up Tobias and makes him her like gimp slave. Mm-hmm. Um, and she allows the sisters now, she makes new rules. New rules. Uh, the sisters now can strip the meat because they almost carry their own weight. And the girls are like, yeah, that's all they wanted. But caveat is only female meat now because that's Ooh. all she wants is that sweetness because Marilyn was so delicious. Yeah, I think that the, the what where is the sequel called Delta Delta Pie where they eat only females? That seems like the the, the seems classic obvious. Thing. It does. So maybe that's my job is to is to pitch it to to, 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 to right. Charles Band and be like, OK, here we go. Hear me out. It's 2021. Delta Delta Pie. Women only. Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> I would just die for a Delta Delta Pie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get that at the, at the end. We get the bookend of the reporter at the end being like, these pies are even better now than they were before, because now it's only sweet, sweet lady meat. Lady yes. meat. So here Ugh. we are. Delta Delta Die. What a cinematic masterpiece. I am, I mean, honestly, I was so happy making that movie. I can't even tell you. So, you know, everything works out fine. The movie itself is the kind of production value but you would have expect from the full moon right <laughs> you know what you're getting into i fucking loved it i was very happy and you know what if you're in for a fun romp and some horror boobs and lots of it it's this is your movie <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you want to be dominated by the tallest woman in hollywood this is your movie <laughs> yeah if you want to see uh, julia marquesi talking about eating people this is also your movie so uh, why don't you give us uh yeah some- some gore factor. Some gore factor. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, seed and wor- oh, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. Five, run for the barf bag. You guys, this is a full five. Um, if you're getting a penis bitten off in the first two minutes of film, I'm going to tell you it's a full five. Yeah, lots of meat, blood, nonsense. Yeah. Movie rating is five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastical. I really debated, right? Like, how do you uh-huh. how do you review a movie that you're in? Uh, because I want to rate it because I'm very happy and it makes me happy to watch. But I got to give it a three. Seen worse, seen better. Oh, uh, Julia. Yeah. I gave it a four because Did I love you? them horror boobs. Oh, well, that's fair enough. <laughs> I mean, watch it. Seeing Julie Strain in that outfit is really... Um, there is on the DVD that I have, um, and it's not on the new DVD, I don't think, but she did this extras footage of her there's extras footage of julie strain in a bathtub but the bathtub's like a quarter full the water is of a a a very milky dubious color i don't know what's going on in that bath water and she's just like sliding around in the bath trying to be sexy for a while she is sexy and then but then it gets weird because then she starts like shaving her armpits and then she drinks some of her own bath water. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. And it has nothing to do with the film at all. Uh, and then the, the, the tenderizing guess, the meat. Is that why she tastes so delicious? I don't know. But I mean, it, I, I wouldn't say you you shouldn't watch it because you so should. So now I need it, to get the DVD is what you're saying. Because yeah, I watched what, this for free on Tubi and I get none of these extras. <laughs> okay. Well, next time I see you, I will bring the DVD. We can watch those extras because they are really something. They also do like a, a tour of Julie and Lizzie's house. It's very strange. Um. So, question is, how do you survive this movie? I would say uh, don't mess around with sorority- sororities. Or yeah, you don't join a sorority and you just don't do, you don't like support them. So you don't buy any of their goods, mm-hmm. right? And um, are there only four girls in this sorority? <laughs> there seem to be. It seems that 
Were there four? I thought there was like six. I don't we know. We had Mandy. We had Mandy, Simone, Clarice, and Patrice. Patrice. Wow. And then they have their house mother, and mm-hmm. then they had amazing pies. I feel like there had to be more girls. I just think this is how much the budget was, right? So yes, I think that, that's that. a correct statement. Uh, so yeah, I think the survival is 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 the ignoring of uh, the Greek life on campus, and then you survive. When you're so funny, Julia clearly hates the Greek life. I'm not. I'm not as anti. I I understand the purpose and love of it. Uh, I have many, many family and friends that are sorority people. I think they proved their different functions on black campuses than they are on not black campuses as well. Sure. I think they have a very different function. So I'm very pro uh, Greek life uh, in a lot of ways. But I also get where there can be a downfall. And if you're in a cannibalistic sorority, you might be the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's all we want to say here on Horror Movie Survive Again. Uh, so next week, we're going to talk about a movie. Uh, we went for we're going to go for a movie that I'm in it to a movie that terry's in how what? about that folks what i don't know we were both scream queens in our own right this we is wild. are so wild so anyway this is uh we're gonna be doing 2021's bloodborne y'all um check it out it's on shamazon prime right now i believe um so you can watch it and then join us next week for a little bloodborne action we can talk about this wild ass movie Yes. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it with your mom, right? <laughs> totally not. My mom is not. My mom is cool, but your mom is way cool in a different way that will actually watch these movies with you. My mom is a very sweet woman, and she's like, uh, no. I love, I love your mom so much. Ooh. She's so adorable. She really is. She doesn't want to hear any bad words, so she uh, probably does not listen to the show and is not gonna watch this movie. But I'm very excited anyway. She supports you- us anyway, though. She loves us both so much. Oh, I love her too. So if you like what you hear here, please uh, do. We do have a Patreon if you would like to support us. We also have a Teespring if you're into that sweet merch. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and we love to talk to our listeners. So please say hello. Do you have a film recommendation? We love those. We have a list that we keep, and we look at it every time we choose a new movie. So please, please send them on over. Thank Super you helpful. for listening <laughs> to our podcast, dear listeners. We love you. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.